Good morning, good morning. You are now entering the zone of speaking with the deacon. I am your host, Deacon Jeffrey Dunstan. I would like to start this episode saying you are entering the early morning episode of speaking with the deacon. I'd like to start off by saying I want to thank my sponsors. Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, and any other platform that you may be listening to. And for those ones that you're not being able to reach me on right now, I'm reaching out saying I challenge you. I challenge you to pick up speaking with the deacon because when you start speaking with the deacon, you start knowing things because knowledge is power and power is knowledge and understand this, there's nothing to follow. You have to learn every day of your life because with knowledge, you will have that power. I'm going to start this episode by, (laughs) I want to start this episode by speaking on something that really touched my heart in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I have quite a few things that touched my heart. I don't know if I have time, so if I don't, you might have to tune in to the next episode to make sure that you get exactly everything that's been really bogging my mind because I have some things that really have touched me lately. First of all, I want to say on the heels of laying my aunt to rest, uh, I know I might have said it before, but I say it again because I just believe this with my heart. I believe this deeply within my heart. I truly believe that when it comes down to losing loved ones, losing friends, just just death in general, I believe that the Holy Spirit, the Heavenly Father, and Jesus Christ himself, whoever your higher power is, but I know who mine is, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But uh, I truly believe that we are prepared for the homegoing of any one of our loved ones because I believe that and you can search your hearts individually but deep in our hearts we have to understand there was somewhere along the way that God spiritually prepared you for that occasion not saying that it's going to be an easy occasion not saying that it's going to be a fun occasion i'm just saying that 
somewhere along the lines, he prepared you, even if you just had a notion and a thought of, wow, I literally, whether it be spiritually, mentally, physically, you receive the sign to say, you know, I know that my loved one or whoever it is, my friend or whoever it is, is preparing themselves for their time to be up down here with us. You know, I really don't like talking about this issue because anybody that knows me knows that I really don't deal with uh, death too well, but you have to talk about these things to to get those things off your chest and this weight that that weight off your chest. And I know that a million people can say nobody deals with death well, and we understand that. But you know, some people deal with it different than others. Just like the fact of some people have a different way of grieving than others. And we just have to understand that no matter how we grieve, I can't say or I can't judge you by the way you deal with your grief versus you can't judge me by the way I deal with my grief. But as a true as a true friend, forgive me, it's early morning, I had to have that sip of coffee. <laughs> But as a true friend, as a as a follower, as a believer, throughout the lo- the love that I have from my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I have to say that I cannot sit back and watch someone damage themselves through grief, and that's what a fr- that's what a real friend shouldn't do. A real friend should be able to halt or assist in hearkening somebody that, hey, just giving you a slight warning, you're kind of uh, sticking your neck out there. You're kind of, uh, that's not looking good. I understand you're grieving, but you got to still be careful for your life and you still have to maintain your responsibilities in life. So if you are on a path that's not healthy, a true friend should be able to come to you and tell you that. And once again, that strikes another mini topic, uh, maybe a mini topic for a later session. So I think I'll write that down as well. You know, uh, why can't we, why can't we as friends, as believers, as followers, if I am my brother's keeper and I try to be, but if I am my brother's keeper, how would I be wrong for trying to help prolong your life and help prolong your 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 positive vibes and make sure that you stay 
um, maintaining and doing as you're supposed to do. I can't stop you. I mean, I should be able to come to you and tell you these things if I'm a true friend of yours and you shouldn't feel offended because a true friend, a true friend and someone that considers someone a true friend, you actually have a high responsibility. I just want you to know that you have a high responsibility because your friend, if your friend is really your friend, just not because, just not when they are in need or when they are distressed, but when they may feel like that they are doing fine, you have a responsibility um, as that friend to say, you know, hey, friend, um, just want to give you a warning because you're seeming to be slowly drifting out of the will of God and out of the will of yourself and just being out of character or as we like to say in the streets sometimes, out of pocket. And you know, we all need to stay in the pocket, but yet we do need to live outside the box sometimes. So it's understandable both ways. It is a two-way street, but we have to just make sure that we're being careful. And if someone has a heart for you enough that they want to warn you, warn you of your of your path, you should be that much of a friend to consider. And we know, like I said before, you get an unction from the Holy Spirit whether someone is true or not, and you should know that. You know, I've seen some things, I've seen some things, I've seen some things that don't make sense to me. But yet, I'm slowly learning through my years on earth. We have to learn sometimes how to hearken ourselves to and how to humble ourselves. We may see something that we know is totally out of pocket. And a true friend, like I said, has a responsibility to make that be known. Say, hey, friend, I love you. I love you. I love you. But I love you enough to let you know that this is what I'm seeing. And this was the vibe that I'm feeling when I'm around. And I don't think that. I should feel this way, nor do I feel that you, as my friend, should be in this position. So we have to understand those things and just let them be known. I don't have to drill that into you. You understand what I mean because you're my family. You're my speaking with the deacon family. So I know, as I hear people say, I know you can dig that. I know you can dig that. But moving right along, moving right along, I, I do want to say that along with that tidbit, we do have to learn on the flip side. We have to learn to 
Mind your business, people. <laughs> I say that very careful and cautiously when I say it. We have to learn to mind your business. You know, when you are put in the responsibility of something, uh, the same way people say that you're out of pocket, well, you also have to learn how to, I guess it would be the same so-called cliche, and I don't like continuously using cliches, but if you don't understand out of pocket, I can also say that we need to learn how to stay in our lane. Stay in your lane. I might be talking to someone that might be needing to tell this to someone else. Learn to stay in your lane. Because I was always taught a long time ago, everybody business ain't nobody business. So we have to remember that. And I say that just to, I say that, and as soon as I said that, I thought about my childhood once again. You have to realize something. You're dealing with a deacon that I remember the days of old. And I really, just personally between you and my, between me and my family here, my, my speaking with the deacon family, I really feel like that a large contribution to me still being here to this day. I believe it comes from a series of things. I believe it comes from a series of my family praying for me even when I was in my eyes I was too dumb to pray for myself. Well, I was too, I was too, too, I won't say too far gone because you're never too far gone to come back. So I think about a statement that I made the other day as well. So see, this is how I learned to hearken myself. But when I was so far out there that I couldn't see a, I couldn't see a comeback in sight, if y'all may put it that way. But I believe that people praying for me is what kept me because I've, I've always known who my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is and know the power that he has and what he can do. But what I do have, I have a circle uh, 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 family of my biological family, my friends of the family, and people that I associate myself with. And you have to understand this is what I believe about life, about friends, 
and people that you associate yourself with. There has to be a balance. I hate to put it this way or make it sound this way, but you have to balance who you are friends with to this realm. You need some friends that you can learn from and you need some friends that can learn from you. Because if you have that in your life, you have both stages because you and the knowledge that you have is only as good as you're able to lend it out. Understand that the knowledge that you have is only good and only as validated by the way you can give it out. I have no knowledge if I can't teach someone that doesn't have the knowledge that I have. Wow. That speaks volumes all by itself. I believe it does. That speaks volumes all by itself. Because your, your friends, your friends can't always learn from you. But you have to also have some friends that are, that are, I guess you would call it doing better than you. You need to have some friends that are doing better than you. Therefore, you have something that you can learn yourself. And when you learn these things from, from those friends and associates, once you start implementing them, you can carry those things on and teach your other friends along the way. Knowledge is power. Power is knowledge. You have to have that in your life. We have friends and associates and situations in our lives where we have people that need and thirst for knowledge. They may not tell you that they are, but they do. And we have to learn how to be willing and free willing to give that knowledge. But I want to thank all my friends and family. I'm not going to hold this session too long. I just wanted to say this is an early morning session. I hope everyone got something out of this lesson. And I will be back later with another episode. So don't stay, don't go too far. Because speaking with Deacon is definitely an entity. And we are going places. We are going places. All I'm asking, stay tuned. If you listen once, you'll be wanting to listen again. This is your boy once again, Deacon Jeffrey Dunstan. I want to thank once again my sponsors, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you, 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 and you. 
because without you, there's no me. And without them, there's no me. So I thank each and every one of y'all. I hope that this lesson was something that you might can carry with you. And I normally don't do this, which I probably should, but I want to leave with a small prayer. Oh, most gracious and heavenly fathers, once again, we come to you as humble as we know how. I want to thank each and every one of my listeners, uh, great and small, from near and far. I want to thank them for their time, effort. I'm sending a blessing out to someone's life right now. Someone thought about going the other way, but I believe in my heart that somewhere along the way they decided to change their mind. And it was only because of the Holy Spirit and the unction of the Holy Spirit. And I'm asking right now, Lord, that you bless them. I want you to bless somebody that's listening along the way. I want you to bless each and every one of them. Someone that's listening right now, I want them to go forth and they they be a blessing to someone's life. I'm asking right now, Lord, if you can see it within your will, because I don't want it to be of my will. I want it to be of your will. So therefore, when they do it, I want them to re- I want them to acknowledge you for the credit. I thank you right now, Lord, for keeping me, keeping breath in my bones, keeping breath in my lungs. Thank you for keeping my family. Thank you, even though we've had some ups and downs and we, we're going through stuff as we speak, Lord. But we're just asking right now, Lord, that you continue to keep us and guide us throughout this day, throughout this life, throughout this as as we heard in a song a long time ago, through this crazy thing we call life, because we know life can throw curveballs and we have to just continue to be a participant there. We know the enemy is going to try to throw things at us, but we have to understand that the victory is already won. The battle is already done. We just have to be a participant, Lord. And I learned that from a great man of God. And I just ask right now, Lord, if we continue to love on each other, continue to be a vessel of hope, be a vessel of praise, be a vessel of honor to the Holy Spirit and to your Father. Lord, we just ask right now, keep us and guide us. Continue to give me words of wisdom and knowledge to give different topics. Continue to allow me to birth this podcast I just ask right now that you keep each and every one of us speaking with the Deacon family as we go forth throughout this day and days ahead. This is my prayer for Christ's name's sake. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Once again, this is Deacon Jeffrey Dunstan, and you are now exiting the zone of speaking with the Deacon. Thank you. Bye now.